Welcome back to another episode of Kindred Conversations. I'm Paris Toos. And I'm Brittany Fry. And I'm going to start with my moment of gratitude. Perfect. And then I'll pass it off to you. Okay, my moment of gratitude today is um, that, okay, today I'm grateful for Becky um, from Good for the Swole. We had her on one of our previous episodes and I have been doing her, I got her app and her whole app you can divide it into where you're at what trimester you're at in pregnancy or postpartum and so I click on postpartum and it has just like all of these workouts specifically tailored to your postpartum body and ab separation and pelvic floor and all of these things and they're great workouts but they are things that I know are going to be beneficial for me at this point which in the past in my past two pregnancies has been really hard I even went to, I got got like a boutique gym membership after I had Wells and I left every time being like, this is a good workout. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing this or like, I kept having to have the coach come tell me how to modify because my abs were still separated for months. Anyway, it's so nice to just know that I can listen exactly what somebody's saying. And like, she tells you what to watch for. And just knowing that it's really tailored to this phase feels so good. I'm just really, really grateful for that right now. It's so hard to work out postpartum. So I'm really happy for you that you've been doing that. Thanks. Becky's the best. Okay. What about you? Okay, I am feeling so grateful today for Emily, our friend Emily. <laughs> for the past few months, it's felt like she's been the third member of Kinder Conversations. Wait, <laughs> and it's finally time we talk about her. So this is kind of, it's an announcement of an announcement. Yeah. But we have been working with our friend in Wales, Emily. And she has been doing all new branding for Kinder Conversations. And we are just giddy excited over so. it. She's done such a beautiful job. And on March 20th, Kindred Conversations is going to look brand new. So I'm just feeling so grateful for Emily. I feel like we have been just needing this so bad. And we are so, so looking forward to it. Yeah, it came at just the best time. Yes. And I think we're both feeling so excited and also like totally accountable to Emily. Yes. (laughs) She'll like message us and I'm like, oh yeah, I should be working on that. Yes. (laughs) So I'm just loving it. So I'm so grateful for Emily. She's been Kindred Conversations fairy godmother. Yes, I agree. I agree. (laughs) That's what I'm grateful for today. Okay, today's episode I'm really excited about. I was just telling Britt the idea the idea came to me because we actually just barely got back from Tokyo yesterday. So I'm still reeling from that. But honestly, I could do a whole episode on our <laughs> takeaways from Tokyo. We came home and I feel 10 years older and wiser. And it was just really in, an insightful trip for Pierce and yeah, I. Yeah. And we loved it. Anyway, thinking about this trip and experiencing this trip. It felt really meaningful to us because we have been to Japan a couple of times. This was our third time and we went before we had kids and it was our favorite. I mean, it is still one of our very favorite places in the world. It's so special to us and it was, we went when we were kind of first starting to see the world and it just really, it honestly shaped us a little bit. And we wanted to go back for Pierce's 30th birthday. That's why we went and we took our kids <laughs> and we were talking about it on the trip. And honestly, we took that trip for our younger selves. I don't know that moving forward, that is how we will spend our vacation time and our money that is allotted to vacation. I'm so glad we did it. 
but I don't know that for our future selves, that's how we'll travel. Right. But with that said, it felt like a really special nod to our younger selves. Like if you talked to 23 year old Paris that was in Japan last and then her dreams were to travel with her family. There was a point where we thought that we would homeschool and just travel the world with our family and do that for months at a time. And it was really cool to be there and be like, we made it. This is something we've always wanted to do. And we did it. We can do it. And I, like I said, I don't know that it's something that we really do want, but it's something that we we really, really wanted. And I'm so grateful that we gave that gift to our younger selves that we wanted to go to Japan with our kids and we freaking made it happen (laughs) so hard and it just felt really really special and meaningful and it made me think of all the other things that I do as a nod to my younger self and the dreams that I used to have and still do anyways so I'm excited to talk about this with you yeah also it's been two weeks since we've really talked so I've missed you and I just feel like I'm bursting with stuff to talk to you about it's perfect timing (laughs) really you get back from a trip go straight to recording we've got all the things yes (laughs) no I loved this idea as well because what's it called um inner child work that's a really big deal in the like therapy field right now and I feel like I think about it often I know that like the most basic form of it is to focus on traumas that you've experienced as a child but I really like the idea um a little bit lighter and you know, I think there's a lot of people who maybe didn't experience great traumas, but just, um, there's, I love the idea of fulfilling things that we needed or wanted our younger selves needed or wanted. And now we get to do them as an adult or maybe things that we do differently because we wished they were a certain way when we were younger, you know? Yes. So it's just a thought that I feel like bounces around every once in a while. And I loved that you wanted to dedicate an episode to it. I'm really excited. Well, we also had different perspectives then, and we have more knowledge and more wisdom and more like greater understanding of motherhood, obviously now than we did then. Yeah. But also, even though I was so naive, I think there's something really beautiful about that and being able to look at it of this is how I want to be. And even though I've really changed a lot of my opinions and ideals and I've had I've been like slapped in the face with reality too (laughs) about a lot of things. I think it's special to look back and think, oh, this is something that I really wanted for myself and I'm going to do it. And I'm talking about our trip, but I think that applies to a lot of different areas. I, I totally agree. I totally agree because I actually feel like you can, um, sometimes get caught. Okay. I get caught in this trap. I don't know if other people do, but I get caught in this trap and I've been this way since I was little. People used to say that I had an old soul. I feel like from the time I was 10, like I wanted to act like an adult all the time. (laughs) And as an adult, sometimes you just want to be so reasonable and things that you wanted as a kid. You're like, that's just not reasonable. Yeah. You know? And I think it's important to take, like not take yourself too seriously. Totally. First of all, And second of all, like there are going to be some things that you genuinely are like, "Mm, I don't really want that for myself anymore. Yeah. But I do think it's valuable to like legitimately consider those things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And really be like, wait, am I just like getting caught in this trap of adulting? Like, am I just being this adult that I, and being so reasonable? Like, do I still really want that thing? And is it worth it to put the effort in? Yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. And I have another example that I was thinking of when preparing, (laughs) but romanticizing motherhood before I had kids, 
I totally romanticized motherhood and I just thought it was going to be the best moment ever. <laughs> you are the best mom ever. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for lying to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I romanticized it so much and obviously I understand the hardship that comes with motherhood now as well but I also want to tap into that roman- romanticizing of motherhood as well I think I can really benefit from that now as a mom I'm only four years into motherhood yeah but I still feel like I can draw on that like oh my goodness Five years ago, if I could peek into my daily life right totally. now, I am living my dream come true. Totally. And sometimes it does feel mundane, but this is everything I've ever wanted. How lucky am I? And how special is this that I get to tie my kids' shoes and snuggle with them and read books and kind of trying to see through that lens of just motherhood is amazing. This is my dream come true has been really special for me. And it's been a beneficial practice yeah yeah I totally agree speaking of which this reminded me of as I was thinking about this episode um I was thinking about uh recently my kids were sick okay recently literally for the last four months oh my goodness it's been (laughs) horrible I'm like okay today's March 1st so they've been sick for four months now um and I just um the timing of this last one was just not great. I was, I was feeling like one of the things that's most difficult for me about being an adult is not living by my parents and not only not living by them, but not feeling like at the end of the day, like there's not a higher authority figure in my life. So you're the boss. Yes. And that's hard. Yeah. So anyway, at the end of this day, I was just feeling like I just wanted to be taken care of. I just thought, oh, I'm so glad all my kids are sleeping. I can get into bed with no kids in there. (laughs) No kids in my bed. And Johnny can just snuggle me and I can feel taken care of. And that's what Wells every night he wakes up. Dad, will you snuggle me? And I'm like, this night, I'm like, I am so glad that Wells isn't in here because I want dad to snuggle me. That's cute. I want Johnny to snuggle me. I just want to feel taken care care of right now. Yes. And as I'm thinking that, washing my face, getting ready to get in bed, Wells wakes up and throws up. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Why is that just so perfect? The timing. The timing. And just to switch back into like, okay, mom's back. It's not about me anymore. Boss is back. That was a fun four minutes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Literally, I like jump into just like, okay, you do this, this, this. I'm going to do this. I got this kid. You got this kid. I'm going to sleep downstairs so that they don't like come in contact with each other. I'm throwing these things in the wash. Like get the bath started. You know, it's just like all the things. Different mode. (laughs) From snuggle me, Johnny. (laughs) You have to like, okay, I'm back to my adult self. So anyway, I was thinking about that. And although there are moments that, I mean, every moment, genuinely, like you have to be the boss with your children I thought I don't have even though I am the boss I don't have to always have it all together and I have to remind myself of that because sometimes I feel like oh the responsible adult parent thing to do would be to dot 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 you know whatever the research says or whatever yeah and sometimes I'm like I want to watch a chick flick and eat lunch with my kids and make cookies at 3 p.m you know, and you get to do that. And I get to, and I feel like I'm just realizing that. 
you're the boss and wait that means that you're the boss right instead of like oh I'm the boss and I have to be so responsible all the time and do all the things on my should list yeah you know I think I'm just now realizing like you know what sometimes that means that we get to have fun because we want to and sometimes that means that I get to have fun yeah. because I want to. Yeah, I you know? love that. That's so fun. I feel like we could do a whole episode on that. Yeah. Like just yeah. having that confidence in yourself yes. and in your mothering yes. that you can throw the rules out the window sometimes and just do stuff to be fun. Totally. Because it sounds enjoyable to you. Yes, totally. Okay, this, you talking about snuggling with Johnny made me think of this and I swear <laughs> not all of my, this is my last one about romanticizing things, <laughs> but I was also thinking about this in Japan is just being in love. I want that for my, I still want that for myself. Like younger me wants that. Me now wants that for future me and yes. youngest me has always wanted this. Yes. I, I want to be in love yeah. <laughs> and that sounds so cheesy, but you know what? At the end of the day, it is a choice. And I heard some therapist give this advice and I'm so sorry. I don't remember who it was or else I would give them credit. But she talked about how a lot of times in marriage counseling, people struggle with not feeling loved enough. And at the end of the day, you can only control the love that you give. And a lot of times we have this mentality of, oh, if I'm not getting loved enough, then I'm unhappy. And she flipped that on its head and was saying that, okay, well, actually you can only control how you feel. And so if you are the one giving the most love in a relationship, that feels so good. Yeah. Like loving someone feels so good and you can control that. And anyway, so she talked about how just making the decision to be in love with your spouse and find things to love about them and letting yourself be in love and the joy that that brings you. And it's something I've been thinking about a lot and I love that for my younger self. I love that I am 27 and I have been married for eight years and I get to feel so in love with my partner. And that feels really special. And so that's something that I, ever since I heard her say that, I heard her say like a couple of years ago. And again, I don't remember, but it was a podcast of some sort. And I've been thinking about it for a while, but I've especially been thinking about it lately. And I just really, really appreciate that advice. And I have noticed a difference in the way that I feel rather than looking for validation from Pierce. It's all about me giving that validation and it's really fun and it yeah. makes me happy for 16 year old, 16 year old Paris that loved Pierce. Right. That right. I get to love him as a 27 year old too. So yes, I love that. Romanticizing that aspect of life has been really fun. Yes. And that's such a good little check-in too. Yeah. When you're feeling like, I don't know, just you're going through the motions. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. Like, am I, yeah. Am I loving them? The wait, way that, like I want to love them. I can be in love. Yes. I can, I can do that. Yeah. And there, I have this amazing man that there's so much to love about. I get to make that choice. Yes. I did a Q and a on the Instagram while Paris was in Japan and somebody asked me like it was, the questions were so thoughtful. First of all, I, I want to do those way them. more because yeah. they're so fun. They are fun. And one of the questions was what's something that Johnny has done today that you're grateful for. And as I answered it, I just said, I just said, like, honestly, I'm like so obsessed with him and to the point of smothering at times. And I feel like that is 
like what you just said is perfectly, it perfectly reflects the way that I feel at times, like literally smothering because there are moments that I'm just like, I can't get over this. And isn't that the energy you want for yourself? All the time. I feel like a lot of times we, we focus on, oh, I want to be, I want him to adore me. I want him to be so obsessed with me. And I do want that, but I don't have control over that. And Pierce is great at that. Right, right, right. I have control over smothering him and giving him all of that and that's so it's so fun to give it is so fun to give and I love that you said it's a nod to your younger self because you think about that didn't you just didn't you just so think I don't know you just pictured this perfect life being so in love (laughs) being married it feels like being an adult is so hard yes and it feels like such a sweet little gift to your younger self (laughs) yes you know okay Pierce and I were talking about that (laughs) this is romantic yes (laughs) we were talking about that so much in Japan because it just I felt really connected to my younger self just because we haven't been back for five years and all of the memories came back. Yeah. But we were just laughing. Like life then felt so light, right. so carefree, <laughs> so much less heaviness and yeah. struggle and just things that we as a couple have like dealt with. And anyways, we were laughing at the difference, but you know what? We are better as we're aging. Right. And it was just fun to feel like, yes, life is so much heavier in so many ways. But at the end of the day, we're here with our two kids and we're in love and we're in Japan and we're doing, we're reaching our goals. Yeah. And that was really fun and special. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Okay. What else do you do for your younger self? Okay. Something I was thinking about is when I was younger, from the time I was little, I just loved baking, loved cooking. And I, during the week, I don't know when I like started to get really into it, but I was young enough that... <laughs> Like I would flip through a cookbook and be like, I want to make every single thing in the breakfast section. We're going to have a buffet, a breakfast buffet on Saturday. We're going to make every single item in this section. I would have loved to be in your family. (laughs) That's like, I was young enough that I didn't understand that was going to be a lot of work. (laughs) Anyway, but I would um, think during the week I would look through my mom's cookbooks and then I would like pick something out that I was going to make at the end of the week or, you know, on a Friday night or when I got home from school that day or whatever it was. Anyway, and sometimes cooking is a bit of a chore yeah. when you have to do it for your kids, right? You have to do it for the, your spouse, you ha- whatever, like you, it just, you have to eat. So it's something that has to happen and you can look at it that way. Yeah. It has to happen. Or <laughs> I think that there are a lot of times I give myself this, this little pep talk of like, wait a second, this is your happy place. Yeah. Like if I could picture myself you know, 10 years ago and I get to make cookies at 3 p.m. on a Friday and like give them to my kids and we get to have chocolate chip cookie snack. Like I would come true. stoked, literally stoked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Or I get to find the fanciest dinner recipe and make it on a Wednesday just because that's what I want to eat that day. Amazing. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed with that. Yeah. Anyway, so it doesn't happen all the time, but there are a lot of times where I'm in the kitchen and I'll just remind myself like, I love this. This yeah. is not a chore. This is something I genuinely love. This is my happy place. And sometimes there's a few little modifications you have to make to like remind yourself of that. Sometimes totally. I'll light a candle. I'll stick an AirPod in, listen to a book, listen to my podcast, turn music on. Okay. So you romanticize baking too. Yes. <laughs> yes. Turn my little mini lamp on on the counter. Like yes. whatever it is, I'll just make it feel really special and fun and remind myself like this is something that I love and it's a true passion like from the time I was young and I think that that's a great way to I don't know um 
to like, I like the way that you've said to connect with your younger self or your inner child or whatever it is, is to think about those passions that you've had since you were young and how can you implement them now? Probably a lot of those things you're already doing, but you forgot that they were a passion. You forgot that you loved them, you know? Okay, I feel that way about reading. I have always laughed, not laughed I at. love you said I that because I at. thought about reading when I was thinking about this and I was like, oh, I bet Paris is going to talk oh, about it. I love to read so much and I've never understood like the setting goals of how many books you're going to read a year right. because I, if anything, I have to pare back. Right. Like right. I need to be more present in my life. I need to stop reading. Some people watch TV, I read and yes. I don't say that like self-righteously. Like sometimes it can actually be a problem right like Pierce will be like hello I'm here right. please put your phone down <laughs> anyways but that's something I feel like I have reconnected with in the past couple years is this is something that I love and it is hard to read I don't have a ton of free time and I don't get to sit down with a book that often yeah but I do audiobooks and I will read after the kids go down and even sometimes I'll try and set them up with something and sit down and read for 15 minutes. Okay. And that's one of those things when I was saying like, <laughs> when I was saying sometimes I'm like, I need to be in charge. We yeah. have together all the time. Yeah. That is one of those things that I feel like I'm rediscovering right now is like, no, I'm going to buy myself a physical book. I'm going to sit down in the middle of the day and read it. <laughs> Does that not feel rebellious <laughs> in some sick you world? You can. You can. So basically that's our advice is basically parent like you would if you were eight years old. <laughs> Have sugar cereal for breakfast. Sit down and read a book. Let your kids destroy everything. Just you do you. No, obviously, obviously we have so many like boundaries. This is, this is a lot of insight <laughs> into our brains. Yes. Into like, I don't know. I don't even know. I feel like such a nerd. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> saying that sitting down and reading a book feels like rebellious so, so special it's making me laugh uh, this is an insight into my brain I feel like I have to be so responsible all the time this is good okay but that's that is why I wanted to talk about this because I yes. really do feel like there's value in just doing it because you Love would it. have wanted to mm-hmm. and it's something that you wanted for yourself mm-hmm. and you can have it and you should take it and yeah. it's a special part of yourself that we can connect with. Well, and I know I've shared this on a previous episode, but our friend Anna, Anna Cook, she was on another episode we had about traveling with kids and she shared um, on her Instagram, somebody asked, she maybe was postpartum at the time and somebody asked like, what kind of routine do you have? Or I don't know. Anyway, I've shared this before, but she asked, or she said, I ask myself, I think three or four questions every day just to kind of check in and they were like have you taken a shower today have you had enough water have you ate something nourishing have you eaten something nourishing and then the last one was have you done something like for yourself have you done something that made you happy have you done something you genuinely love and I think when I read that it stood out to me because I thought like oh I've never thought about that you know like I felt like if I'm happy or not it's a it's my own choice and like if if I'm like checking all my boxes, if I'm getting all my laundry done and I make, I'm sitting down and doing the activity with my kids and I'm making sure the house is clean and I connect with Johnny at night and I dot, 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 then I'm going to be happy. And it made me realize like, no, I have full permission 
to do something that I genuinely look forward to every day, you know? And a lot of days that is sitting down with a book yeah, or whatever, you know, whatever I want to do. But like, I get to do that. And I, I don't know why as moms, I think that you, we kind of need to give ourselves permission. Yeah. I really, really love that thought. Um, okay. Another thing I was thinking about yes. is journaling and looking back at your journals and your photos and just going back to that phase whatever phase of life yeah and just think like how you were feeling ways you wanted to grow and it's just really insightful to look back and it really does give you a different perspective and Olivia Gawkner talked about this on her episode I think I think it was on her episode or maybe she said it in person but I think that it was on her episode (laughs) that she talked about how much she loves traveling and just getting away and being able to see her life from a different point of view from like the outside looking in. Yes. And I think that we can do that through traveling is a great way, but also through seeing things through our younger eyes. I totally agree. I've been thinking about that a lot lately and just getting that different vantage point on my life. And I feel like a great way to do that is by journaling Mm -hmm. and we can't control our journaling in the past, but we can do that going forward. And if you do journal, go back and read it. Go back and look at your photos and really just tap into that because it's a special exercise. I totally agree. And that kind of goes into the, um, like being in love. I feel like that's such a fun time to like looking at those pictures from when you were dating or texts, like a lot of yes. people have old texts or old Facebook messages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Johnny and I from have letters and they're cute. like, honestly, so cringy, but like you love them at the same time. Yes. You know, like I read them and it like, it gives me all those feelings again. Like just so giddy. Our Facebook messages start at age 13. So <laughs> could you die for me (laughs) my face is getting red just thinking about that they're so embarrassing but also it's so fun to just remember that crush of oh my goodness Pierce Tews is talking to me right yes yes exactly channeling that energy yes I just love it I want I want to still feel that yes a hundred percent and I love that you brought up going back because that is I don't know and I think even looking back at the phases maybe that weren't so happy like I, there are sometimes I look back at pictures and it reminds me like, wow, that was a really hard yeah. time. And it makes me grateful for where I am Totally, now, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to great tool oversimplify anything. I know. I mean, like I said, we're adults now. Life feels really heavy sometimes and I don't want to oversimplify anything, but I do just feel like there is value in getting the, the perspective of yourself that did see things more simply totally totally not that I want to turn into my younger self right it's a good thing that I have grown and become a different person right and I am grateful for the person that I've become but it's nice to feel a little levity yes Yes. there's value in that Paris as well I agree I agree okay another one I loved this this was a realization for me Paris (laughs) I was okay so Side story. <laughs> okay, excited to hear from you for the ride. Um, Johnny was on fraternity leave last month, and this was like two days ago. So I was thinking, I'm like, oh my gosh, I really like spending time with him. <laughs> and so the entire fraternity leave, I started to have a breakdown the last two days because I was like, I didn't do anything. <sighs> I hung out with you the whole that time. That was the point. That was the point. I'm like, I never went to the store by myself. I never went shopping. I never, like, I was like, wait, 
I, all these things. I never went and got my nails done. I never left the house by myself because I wanted to hang out with you the whole time. That's pretty and adorable. I was, and I was like panicking because I'm like, it's ending. Like, why didn't I use my time? Like, <laughs> Shoot, I had this whole list. <laughs> Yes. Oh. So I'm like, I'm running to Old Navy right now because I need another pair of sweats. And like, <laughs> Old Navy has so, good sweats. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm going to run really quick. And anyway, I just am laughing. I literally went into this panic that Johnny was going back to work. Like he was leaving us forever. <sighs> anyway, so I like hop in the car. A couple of the kids are down. And anyway, so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm leaving you. Like I'm going, get in the car. I'm like two seconds in, I'm driving Johnny's car. He doesn't have a plug for my phone. My phone dies. And I'm like, this isn't going to work out. (laughs) My phone's dead. It's almost dinner time. He's not going to know when I'm coming back. I would rather, he had to go somewhere later that night. I'm like, I'd rather go out as a family right now and get the kids to bed at a good time. So (sighs) this is all going through my head. And I'm like, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to go for a little drive by myself, like five minute drive, turn back into my neighborhood, you know? So as I'm driving, I knew this episode was coming up. So I'm thinking about it and talking out loud a few things. Um, and just like some of, some of my thoughts. And as I'm talking, I had this realization that this was something I used to do growing up. From the time I was young, whenever I'd like be alone in my room and then to the point that once I got a driver's license, when I was alone in my car, like this over the course of my life, I would, um, just think up a topic that I, you know, for whatever reason it had been on my mind and I would then come up with a monologue as if I was telling it to an audience and I would say it out loud. My fun. (laughs) I don't know I did why. not know this about you, but it feels very appropriate that you have a podcast. Okay. <laughs> I literally realized this as I'm driving around talking out loud. I'm like, wow, I haven't done this in a long time because right now I have these kids. I'm talking to them. Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't talked to myself in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> this really is like, I feel like I'm sharing some vulnerable things here. <laughs> but... But it just felt so good to be able to form my thoughts in that way. And um, I don't know, all of a sudden it reminded me like, wow, this feels so familiar. And this is something I've done my whole life. And podcasting is a nod to my younger self. Oh, I love that. I just thought like I was doing these little mini podcasts, these little (laughs) mini monologues my whole life. And I love that I have a podcast now. That's so cute. Now your monologue has a co-host. Yes. I love it. Now it's a dialogue and it's even better. (laughs) Thanks for letting me be part of your monologue. I'm obsessed with that. Okay. Kind of my last one is just making time for play. That's been a theme of probably the past year of my life. Actually, Andrew Huberman talks about it and Pierce was talking to me about it and I've been thinking about it ever since. I'll see if I can find the episode and if I can, I will absolutely link it. But he talks about the scientific benefits of play and I've been trying to tap into that and that's playing pickleball. I'm trying to think how else do I play? You know, I loved, I loved swimming this summer. That was so fun. Yes. On our trips to Hawaii, I honestly the past probably five years I would have like sat on the beach and I I kind of had this moment of no I want to play in the water yeah that's fun to me I want to go have fun and I get to have fun and I can do that with my kids or I can have Pierce sit on the beach for a minute and I'm gonna go take a turn and play yeah and finding those things that really do feel like play to me has been it's been really fun in a way to connect with my inner child and something that I want to be better about going forward yes this made me think of 
the snow I have been. Well, first of all, I just have been pregnant or nursing like so many winters the last few years that the snow has been really hard. And there are things that I love about snow. And especially growing up in Portland, it doesn't snow that much. It, it would snow a couple inches like every other year. Yeah. And when it did snow, it was a big, big deal. It would snow like two, literally two inches. You would not have school. Grocery stores closed. Everything closed. You would be at home playing. Like it was a full snow day. Just the best. Anyway, so living in Utah where the infrastructure is made for snow because it snows here. Yeah. We don't get like true snow days that yeah. often, right? It just snows and you carry on with your life. Yeah. Anyway, I recently realized now that I don't know, I feel like I'm past that phase that like fresh fresh postpartum phase where I feel like okay I'm getting a little bit more energy and yeah. feeling a little bit more like myself and I just realized a couple weeks ago I'm like I get to go play in the snow that is my job my job as a mom is that I get to take my kids outside yes. we get to dress in snow clothes and play yeah that would have been a dream to my younger self you know yep literally last week just fell in the 18 inches of snow we have in our yard and made a snow angel. Like it was just the best thing ever. (laughs) So fun. Good for you. Good for you. So I love, I think that that there's like definitely a very physical aspect to play, but I also have to say that, um, what did we do last week? Oh, went and bought a switch and we've been playing Mario Kart. Cute. (laughs) Okay. And I just like bringing again, like that levity back into life. Like there was a version of me that dating Johnny that would have played Mario Kart and it would have been fun and we would have done it for fun. And now a lot of nights I feel like, oh, I need to like finish this or that or we need to sit down and chat about this or that or... And I'm like, no, guess what? We get to sit down and have fun. We can play Mario Kart if we want to. Okay, main takeaways from this episode so far for me, romanticize your life and don't take yourself too seriously. Totally, totally. That's that's what I'm taking from this. Yes. Okay, do you have any other ones? Oh, my last one? (gasps) Ooh, yes, okay. This is one. So this is what I was thinking of. And I, I just want, as I was thinking through this on my little drive the other day, I thought I want to encourage everyone to really put effort into this. I, in middle school, had this great group of girlfriends. It was so fun. And I will forever have this mental picture in my mind. It's almost like emotional to me. It's, it just like was a core memory. So I maybe was seventh, seventh or eighth grade. And, um, we decided to do a secret Santa and the day, the last day of school, before we got out for winter break, we all brought our secret Santa presents. And that's what we did during our lunch. We all sat at one big table and exchanged our secret Santa presents. And in my mind, this picture, I like, it was a highlight. (laughs) Like I just felt so secure in my relationships and happy. And it was fun. I will have this picture of all the wrapping paper just like spread down the table and just being so excited to get out of school and just it was such a wonderful memory. Yeah. And then through high school I lost a lot of those friendships and that friend group really broke up and I never really had that again. I I for a gosh, I don't know, how old are you in 8th grade? 12, 14. Okay, so for like 14 years, I feel like I never had, I didn't have that again. Like it was just kind of, I had really, a really close friend here or there. And now I feel like I have truly invested in and found that group of friends that give me that feeling again, where I feel like I can let go of the weight and the burdens and the stresses. And it's just fun. I can be myself you know, there are, they, they also are there to share in the difficult times in life, but I feel like there's a part of 
finding a group of people that you're so secure in that just brings like such joy and happiness to your life. And that is totally a nod to my younger self. I would be so happy to know that I had found that. Yes, I appreciate that so much. And it just really, really resonates with me. I was telling Pierce about about my friends. I was saying, I feel like I act the way around my friends that I do around my sisters. And that is really, really telling to me about how secure I am with them. And also, you know, that's that's my truest child like form of child. Yeah. Is yeah. how I am yeah. with my si- with totally. my sisters. You totally. know, that is where like my dumb, fun, truly secure self comes out. And finding a group of friends that I can be that person with has been really fun and obviously there are a lot of other words I would use to describe it as well but one that I would use is fun yeah and it feels like playing with my little sisters when I was a kid yeah but now I mean I still play with my sisters and I adore them and I also have a friend group that I get to do that with as well so that's so fun yeah and I think just remembering that like that is that is one of the elements that a friendship can bring into your life. Yes. That it's, we, I appreciate like a good deep conversation. Obviously yes. both of us do. Yeah. So much. Yeah. But reminding myself that like fun is a great element that yes. my friendships can provide. And what sounds fun? Like what can I go do with my friends that isn't heavy and isn't, you know, this or that. It's just fun. Yeah. I love that. So fun. Anyway, okay. this was a great this is a great topic, Paris. I needed this. This <laughs> I was going to say fun. And I feel like I just said fun a lot, but it was fun. I, it was so fun. Uh, fun, fun, fun. I really missed talking to you. <laughs> I was talking to Two you. Two weeks is too long. <laughs> um, have we given an update about our episode with our husbands? No. Let's give a quick update about that. That this was totally the two's fault. And I'm so sorry on our behalf. <laughs> Pierce got home from Italy on Sunday and we went to Japan on Thursday and we planned on recording our Valentine's Day episode in between there in between. and Pierce got sick. And Pierce got <laughs> sick, which of course he did. He's been traveling so much yes, and was yes. so jelly and just got sick. Totally. And we, well, actually, <laughs> actually we did get together to record it. It was <laughs> epic film <laughs> our husband well all of us really could not stop laughing which is funny because i we, do we don't all the we time. don't get the giggles when we record normally but right. our husbands were there and we just could not get it together so we decided to regroup and do it the next day and then Piers got sick so still still in the works yep sorry about that we hope you enjoyed the rerun episode but that episode is coming and we're excited to share it soon yeah so with that, we will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Instagram. Give it a rating or review. We are always so, so grateful for those. 